Alright, welcome in to episode 30 of the Greatest People You've Never Met podcast. Yeah, the crowd goes wild. Oh my god! Uh... Episode 30 always also brings us something new. We get to do an ad read today. Let's go. Oh, shit. Let's go. Uh, so here we go. Uh, the visual, visual Identity Vault is the official merchandise supplier of the greatest people you've never met podcast. You can pick up the basics like T-shirts, hoodies, to headwear, and premium wear. The Visual Identity Vault is a full-service decorative apparel and marketing business located in my hometown of Fairmont, Minnesota. Shipping's included in all pricing, so we make it easy to order, pay, and they'll ship the products right to you. TVIV is a proud sponsor of the greatest people you've never met podcast. Shout out, TVIV. Let's go. Yeah, dude. So that's cool. Um, Yeah, thanks a ton to Jay and Tanya Deutscher. Uh, Excited to get some merch out to everybody. Uh, Working on some different things there, so that's cool and exciting uh, news for episode 30. Uh, appreciate you. And uh, welcome back, America's favorite guest, Mr. Jeff Heinrich. <laughs> what up, man? I want to say, like, how you doing, but that's awesome, man. Yeah, Like, dude. There's, no re- there's no reason to ask. Like, that's dope, dude. Congratulations. Uh, thanks, brother. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. I'm pretty excited. Um, we got some ideas for some stuff. We're going to do some limited edition drops. So be on the lookout for a Jeff Heinrich jersey because that's going to oh. happen for <laughs> sure. Um, no, Love I'm it. excited. Uh, that was really cool of them uh, to support me and the pod. Um, yeah, very excited about what we can do with that. And uh, obviously, if you're listening back home, put them at the top of your list for anything like that. Uh, like I said, dude, they're great people. Uh, they've always been real supportive of, of me, and uh, I actually worked for them for a little bit in high school, and they said, hey, it's, it seems like the pod's doing well, and we want to support you, and so, yeah, dude, episode 30 brings us uh, sponsorship number one, so let's go. That's incredible. Good for you. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks to you, um, and so uh, cheers to you, Jeff. Oh, love it. This is actually from you, by the way. Right. Yeah. From the 4th? From the 4th of July. I love that you're finally drinking it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I'm savoring them. Going Absolutely. through them real slow. Uh, that's a Bushlight Apple, if you're not watching. Uh, yeah. Which most people aren't, so they're listening. Well, and so, like, I can't find them up here now. They're gone. It's, yeah, so, like, are they gone now, or? I think are, so. Have we just made it so popular yeah. that they're selling out? <laughs> Appreciate you, TVIV, but looking for that bush light check, you know? Um, <clears throat> no, uh, I don't know, dude. I was really glad that my dad drove down here again for work, and he had brought those with him, three cases. It's only the That's third one I've had. He came two weeks ago. Uh, so I'm savoring these. Got them in the closet, just putting a couple in the fridge at a time. But, yeah, that tastes like you brought it to me on the 4th of July, and I appreciate that out of you. Hey, glad I could be of service. Yeah, no, it's great stuff. What are you drinking? A little uh, Voodoo Ranger. Dude. In honor of Ben Sound. <laughs> Golly. You ever <laughs> been around for them Voodoo Ranger nights, or you just heard the stories of them? I, I was around for half of one. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, you know, when COVID hit, we had to stay inside, and the only yeah. thing that was open was the Fairmont Municipal Liquor Store. 
<clears throat> and up till that point, I don't, I mean, I drank strictly Captain Morgan, Crown Royal, Bushlight. Like, I would very mm. rarely stray from those things. But I said, I got to try some stuff. Like, if I can't go anywhere, what else am I going to do? I mean, at that time, it was the next two weeks, and boy, did we crank those out real quick. 15 days to slow the curve. We're still waiting on it. But, uh, anywho, uh, I tried, I think, almost every beer the Fairmont Liquor Store had to offer. I also gave a person a hug for the first time in forever. I saw Jordan Peschke in the Fairmont Liquor Store. We coached together. He's one of my best friends. Dude, I hadn't seen anybody in so long, and he gave me a hug in the liquor store. I thought we were going to be attacked. I honestly thought, like, people Are you were going to Dude, the oh, looks yeah. we got. Mm-hmm. You, you, I just missed, you know, missed being around my friends. And I saw a friend right. in the liquor store. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Jay. And then we stood 12 feet apart in the parking lot, double, you know, take away for the hug. So we had to talk to each other for a minute. Stood on the other side of each other's truck. So, but yeah, man, those Voodoo Rangers, all right, they slap. That's what, the 1985? Yeah. What's that taste like? Tastes like Big Brother's watching you? I mean, it tastes good. Yeah. I'll tell you that. I'm not going to drink 10 of them because I'll probably be on my ass, but you it's will. a tasty little IPA. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, no, they, uh, they burn you, dude. That's uh mm-hmm. they're good though. I get the, uh, the hazies. That's, that's my favorite one. The packaging on them is so cool too. What a logo, you know? Right. I mean, that's, yep. that's probably what sold me on them. Um, you're not a big IPA guy. Are you Jeff? No. So no, yeah. So have you tried others that you do like, or no? Just that one. Nope. Nope. Um, you know, and I—I I mean, it's good, but um, I got one here. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna drink it, and yeah. then I'm gonna go back to Bushlight. Yeah. That's right. Fair. Like it's just what I, I don't. I mean, we've had this conversation. You know, I just don't. I'd rather drink five. You know, Bushlights than yeah three or four of these. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with that 100%. Uh it is fun to drink 3 or 4 of them though. So just so you know. Yeah. I mean and it oh well, yeah, like if that's what you're going for that night, for sure, right? Um yeah. You know, and I I enjoy like trying a beer and like, you know, seeing what's out there, right? But at the end of the day, like if I'm going to throw 3 or 4 or 5 back, you know, you yeah. go with old faithful. Yeah, no, I agree with that. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, and Bush Light is now your old faithful. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I just want that to be known to the world. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's all thanks to you. So I appreciate that, man. Uh, thank you again. Waiting for that check. What do they call those royalties? Yeah. Yep. Waiting on them. Um, so uh, I just hit episode 30. You just yeah. hit episode 10. Right. How are you doing? How how are you feeling about stuff? It's good, man. It's fun. Um, it's been a process. Yeah. Right? Like we, I mean, you and I have talked about it, especially with yours, right? Just yeah. like getting better and better at what you're doing um, from not only the conversations, but also, you know, from my perspective, you know, the production of it. Yeah. Um, I still haven't figured out, or I, st- I shouldn't say I haven't figured out. I figured it out. I just still haven't like you know, posted it online and like made clips and like done all that fun stuff like we're right. doing. Uh, I will at some point. Um, I just haven't done it yet, but it's been, it's been fun and I've gotten better and better at it. Like I remember those first couple, man, it took me like two hours to edit. Yeah. Um, and now it's, I've probably got it down to a 10, 15 minute 
process, post it and, you know, excuse me, publish it and see what happens Monday morning at 5 a.m. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it's been fun though. Uh, and this last one was wild, like with my, having my wife on, yeah. uh, she was super hesitant to be on. She, I, 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 she probably only agreed cause she's married to me. So, right. Uh, and I haven't, I haven't finished it yet, but did you guys record from the kitchen counter or what? Essentially. Yeah. You know, we were just sitting on a couch, nice. uh, you know, little, uh, mixer in the middle and mics being passed around and just having a conversation between friends and, you know, spouses and yeah. drinking. And, you know, those, that was the first one I'd done like in person. Right. Right. Uh, all of mine have been zoom essentially. Yeah. Uh, but I, I did a little upgrade thanks to, you know, some knowledge, uh, from yours truly from yourself, from, um, from my big brain. Yeah. Yeah. From your big brain. Um, and now, you know, I've I got another mic. And so like anybody that is in the area that I have, I'm, I'm going to try and get them to come over. Yep. It's just a better conversation in person. Like you've talked about. Yeah, it is. Sorry. Cleaning my screen here. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, go. No, uh, yeah. I, I think it's cool. It was cool because you said it right at the beginning of years this time. You can hear in their voice how reluctant they were mm-hmm. to do it. And you can be like, oh, you even said, I think we got some nervous Nellies in the room and 1,000%. Sure. But it's also go listen to like episode one or two of yours. Go listen to episode one or two of mine. You can hear the yep. nervous Nelly in our voices. And then, you just, then it just becomes a thing you do. And now you're right. just like, well, I'm good. Yeah this, is, yeah, this is just something I do. Absolutely, man. And it, it's been fun, right? And so like, you oh, know, yeah. blast. I'd, had, I've had, you know, Nick on twice now and like, the second time, you know, the first time he was nervous. The second time he he's like, I, you know, he was watching a baseball game while we were talking, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> um, I I did one with my brother. Uh, that hasn't come out yet. It's going to come out, but we just did it from his couch on a Saturday afternoon watching college football. Nice, right? Just just shooting the shit, and you know, Jack's on it and whatnot. Like, that's cool. Yeah, it's fun. So it's been it's been fun. Um, I've gotten a ton of good feedback from all sorts of people that I'd never expected, which is kind of crazy considering outside of like doing this with you, you know, I haven't like put it out there to anybody. I think I've only texted it to eight people. Right. Well, um, shout out Deb. Cause she texted to like 108 people. Right. I happen to be in that group chat. So, uh, boom marketing. She's a hell of a marketer for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. no dude, but it's cool. You're killing it. It's been fun to listen to. Uh, I'm excited for some of your other friends to, to be on. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of, yeah, you just had one of my friends on. I did, dude. What a dog! Ross is the man. I can't. We're doing more for sure. We've been texting. We already talking about it. Um, yeah, dude. What a great a human. Uh, he is, dude. He is. He's a one on one, right? Like that's one of your thousand saying. percent. Um, you know, and he's he's super humble. Yeah. Um, which is a rare quality to find in somebody who's so, you know, just absolutely talented, you know, and I've, I told you that and, you know, he mentioned it briefly. Like I throw gas, like this, this motherfucker, when he was a freshman was throwing 96 starting at shortstop as well. Right. At a D two school. Yeah. You know, did things on a baseball field. I've never seen anybody do. And I mean, that 96 came from his hip 
from the side, from overhead, any angle, he could make that ball just, just whip, dude. And that was eye-opening first practice you ever walk into seeing this little kid and I shouldn't call him a little kid, but this this little dude. Right. And he's just, I mean, throwing bullets. You're like, Holy cats. (laughs) I think we all were. Uh, We all were, but yeah. Was his twin brother like that too? Gas. Yeah. His, uh, yeah. Ryan was, you know, every bit as good. Didn't throw as hard. Probably was a better pitcher. Right, like knew sure. his way around uh, on the mound a little bit more, probably because he didn't throw as hard. Right, he, like he had to he had to figure that out, just yeah. like any of us did who couldn't throw that hard at that age. Um, yeah, but he was he was a stud athlete as well, and like those two, he's just like, geez, like how would you like to play with them in high school? I know, you know what I mean. Like, golly, how'd they ever lose? Right rolling those two out on a mound like you only play two three games a week like you know they, they're pitching every game for sure absolutely just going every other game you're going you're going yeah it's insane but yeah he's uh he's fun guy man and we have you know we had, we just we have war stories obviously i did two episodes with him you just yeah. did one right like he can he can talk for days and like seeing him transition to that career about you know just talking about helping kids find the right place for them is so cool yeah it's not about like i'm gonna get you to d1 right or i'm gonna get you to x level it's no man like let's find what's best for you yep you know um that was a fun conversation to listen to i mean i'm what were your thoughts no dude i mean you you knew it from the, the jump you were like uh you know can't wait to listen you you knew when you first mentioned ross to me Months ago, right? Before we yeah. even communicated. Uh, but yeah, it was just a, a good conversation. I was surprised to learn that their stuff is free. Uh, mm-hmm. That's cool because there's a lot of sleazeball recruiting services out For there. Sure. Um, and I don't like that stuff. And um, yeah, dude, just a humble dude. And um, yeah, man, we just we just clicked right away, right? I think it's... Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those things that's definitely part of growing up for sure. But even like being around your Fairmont buds out here, like I'm sure they were like, you know, who's this child? Because they still think of Justin <laughs> as a child. But, uh, no, you know, no. it, but it was just like, you know, to I guess to to be around normal dudes and like like I think we talked about it, especially on years, you know, years ago. Did you ever think when you punched Justin off that chair at a poker tournament that I would have sit down conversations with Ross? You know what I mean? Like, no, it's just right, absolutely not. It's just crazy how the world works, and I mean, it makes me excited because it's just like all these awesome people that I keep getting to add to my Rolodex. Right? Like, there's mm-hmm. that's why I love doing this shit. Um, yeah. But yeah, he is such a good dude. I, I mean. I usually check, right? Like, where are we at on time? I looked sure. down for the first time with Ross, and we we're at like 57 minutes. And I was like, holy shit. Like, that, you could tell. Yeah. Cause it was just go, go. Like, we were just Back talking. And forth. Yep. Yeah. And that's why, you know, and, and you know, that a lot of that um, is super like, I, I you don't prep the right. guests, right? Yep. You know, and, I've done a couple episodes now where the guest has been engaging like that, right. Where they're firing back things and, you know, chiming in and all that stuff. And so now it's like, I, that's what I tell people. I'm like, look, like this is not me 
sitting down, interviewing you, trying to get you, you know, to pop your top. Like, right. We're just having a talk, like fire away whenever you want, bro. Like, right. And it shows with him. Right. And that's what he's used to. Right. He, he would cut me off. And, you know, just like you and I talk like yeah. when we have when we have these, you feel comfortable jumping in front of me and like saying whatever the hell's on your mind. And like, that's what it should be. For sure. And no, I like, I mean, that's what I like about Ross. Cause even, I mean, hopefully people have listened by the time this comes out, but Ross, I mean, a couple of times he's like, let me ask you this, you know, and he's right. got no problem. And he was trying to get to know me as much as I was trying to get to know him. And as much as I want to have my friends on, cause you know, I want to show the world like my greatest people or family members, whatever. When I have a stranger on to me, I talked to Ross for 15 minutes on the phone one day. Mm-hmm. And then I, that was when I knew I was like, dude, we're going to be able to talk for two hours. No problem. Right. Because we were just chopping it up right there. You yeah. know, he was a little hesitant, I think, at first. And then I think he was like, no, this guy's for real. Let's go. And yeah, uh, yeah dude, we chopped it up for an hour and it was like it was nothing. And I can't wait to do more because it's shit that you know that I'm interested in. And it's somebody Absolutely. that I know I can have a intelligent conversation with and he knows for sure tenfold more than me but i can get to ask those questions and yeah dude there's just so much stuff and i mean you know how much of a hardo i have on for that shit so yeah it was right and that's that's why i just knew like man that's gonna be it's gonna be fun conversations and you know at, at the same time like meaningful ones yeah right um in the two you know two and a half hours i did with him plus yours right like i picked up so much that i'm like gonna be you know, making sure my kids are aware of, um, because it is, even though his is free, right? Like college recruiting is a sleazy business. Yes. You know, um, there are some dirty ass stories out there, not just from recruitment services, but just coaches doing kids dirty. Right. And it's, you don't want to see that happen to a kid, right? Like, you know, one of your things, like you wish you could wipe off the face of the earth. It's like kids getting a fucking bad deal right like in youth sports and you know it doesn't go away once they start playing high school and then into college you know he got like like he mentioned online he was getting recruited illegally right and like those coaches were doing shady shit to him and you know feeding him stuff that you know maybe was right or wasn't right who knows right but like just pumping this 19 or 20 year old kid's head up with shit that he didn't need you know, and then, you know, he comes back later to say, you know, like, I, I regret it. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. we get all that. But like, man, like some fucking coach in the middle of who knows where, you know, did something to a kid. And that guy probably didn't even fucking think twice about it. No. Right. And if you've never been through it, how do you know? Right. How do you know what's what? Right. And so. That's why I like that. I'm excited because I know you're going to keep pulling that shit out of him and sharing those stories with all these people who are listening. That's 60 plus demo, right? Um, But, you know, all these people that are listening that are going to be able to share that with their kids or make sure their kids don't fall in some trap. Right. Because it can be. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you're 100% right. Like, I mean... If you haven't listened to part one and two or any of Jeff's, please finish this episode and then go listen to Jeff's pod. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) Ross talks about, and we'll kind of give a spoiler here, but Ross was at Augie and then he went to, uh, did like uh, the, what the Northwoods Northwoods League, League. right? right? And so uh, Northwoods League is a very, 
very well done uh college baseball league you got to be in college it's a summer league so guys from all over the country go and play um and then after that ross and his brother went to k-state and in that episode with jeff he talked about how he regrets it now because does it change his pro plane probably not uh and he lost his friends he felt right like he was wasn't with his guys anymore so i think there's a lot and you're 100 percent right dude there's that guy that told Ross and Ryan, like, if you guys want to get drafted or however that conversation went, yeah. whatever they said, he, that guy didn't think fucking twice. No. No, he was just looking out for himself, trying yeah. to secure his position in whatever organization it was. And, you know, that's, it's too bad. Yeah. And, you know, like, like I said, like, did that affect him in the long run? Who knows? Probably not. But at, right. the, at the end of the day, you never know yeah. because, you know, he and I talked about it. Confidence comes from everywhere. Yes. And I don't know, like I, I was, I got so much more out of like my seeing like my teammates succeed and having, watching them have success and like pumping them up and, and vice versa when they would pump me up, like that's what did it for me. And that's what all sports did for me, right? Was like, gave me this confidence to feel invincible at things. And when you go, like he did, transfer your last year, you know, you don't know any of those cats. Right. You're on an island. And, you know, some people can can handle that and some can't. And so, yeah, anyways. Well, and not to toot our own horns here, Jeff, but I also think that's another thing, and we kind of talked about it, Ross and I did. That's why we're successful. You said that right there. I mean, how many times have I told you, like, I win, we win, or, you know, you win. Mm -hmm. Like, people that, and we've talked about it before, but people that pump up other people or want to see other people do good are always successful. So, I mean, that's, it's. And I guarantee he was like that, but I mean, not to fucking bring out a motivational speech from this pod for, for us, but that's why our group is like how it is, you know, there's, it's a yeah. real, it's a real different group of people. And, uh, absolutely. So, you know, and it, it, and it, and it comes in all forms of fashion, right? Like, percent. you know, like guys, I saw this awesome sign a while ago. That's like friendship is, you know, fucking around and making fun of each other and you know it, but it's just being there right and right. so it comes in you know whether it's like picking on each other in a joking manner to congratulating their successes to you know picking them up when they're down it's everything you can imagine and some people don't do that shit right. and you can tell quickly especially at like college athletics like who's there for themselves for sure and you know you don't want to ride with those people. You don't want them in your foxhole. Uh, and in my experience, I'm sure it's very similar to yours. Those people didn't have any friends at college. Mm-mm. They were fucking losers from Jump Street. And you could tell. I don't want yeah, to name struggle. names, but I, there's a couple dudes that like instantaneously pop into my head from D-Dub. And I'm like, yeah, wonder what he's up yeah. to. Probably nothing. Correct. Still up to nothing. Yeah. Wasn't up to nothing then. Exactly. Still not up to uh, speaking of friends, uh, should we tell people how we're the greatest sports bettors of all time and we're currently taking down FanDuel Sportsbook? Yeah, I mean, we're going to bankrupt a billion-dollar company. You Fuck, know, one we're ten, good. One, one $10 bet at a time. <laughs> we are so good at sports betting, though. <laughs> so I I told this a little bit on ju- uh, when Justin was on mine, and which will come out later, right? I think 
you know, so yeah, fire away. Cause he was blown away that, about the other one. He didn't know about it. Okay. So, Go ahead. uh, so a couple weeks back, uh, just a little text in the cod squad. If you've listened to this, you've heard us talk about the cod squad. Um, we, I was like, Hey, let's all like put a dollar in and pick anytime touchdown score and shout out tie back. Dude, dude went to Cody Jenks the night before and overslept, didn't get it in. And, but he's, oh, he, yeah, he joined the group. <laughs> so we had a Later. five leg parlay that we put $5 on and we picked five guys to score a touchdown, five different guys. And it came down to my leg, the last leg of the. How much were you? How how nervous were you? Okay, so here's the deal. I wasn't because it's a fucking dollar. Okay. No, I know. Same point. I would have felt like an asshole because everybody else picked a winner, especially Mez's pick. All right. And so, um, we the Vikings also played at six thirty in the morning out here. That that was the London game. Okay, so the London game was a big thing for the boys. We had three. Yeah, you took Justin Jefferson. Yep. Your brother took Chris Olave, and Mez took Alexander Madison. And that's the thing I've loved about doing these bets together is because in my head, when somebody says something, I'm like, dude, I don't love that. But then that fucking hits. And that Alexander Madison bet is that to a T. It was like plus 375 or something crazy. Yep. And I was like, boy, well, first touchdown of the game, Alexander Madison. Boom. We were fired up. So we get a lot, we leave London alive and we're just yeah. riding high and everybody's like, what's the cash out? What's the cash out? There was no cash out probably because it was a dollar bet. <laughs> Use it or lose it. $5 bet, whatever it was. And, uh, then Austin Eckler scores in the noon games and that yep. was Dalt's bet. And then it came down to your boy and I picked Rob Tanyan for the Packers. Not a Packers fan, but I fucking love Rob Tanyan and he hadn't scored at that point. I don't think all year. Right. And I was like, this, it's just got to happen. And so the Vikes played early. So Ton and I, we went to Costco. We went to the grocery store. We're <laughs> fucking around all morning. It was saw fun. some jerseys. Yeah, saw a lot of jerseys. <laughs> and then I'm watch, we're watching on my phone on Sunday ticket in the grocery store. And I just have the Packers game on. I don't even remember who they're playing because it doesn't even matter. Might have been Washington. No, because they lost that game. Doesn't matter. Uh, but Rob Tanyan, to to the point of him scoring this touchdown, had played four fucking snaps all day. Right. Like, we were texting back and forth, like, what's going on? Why isn't he in the fucking game? <laughs> and I'm in fries, and I'm on Twitter. I'm like, Rob Tanyan, like, out, question mark. You know, like, scrolling Twitter, nothing. So then we get home. We're putting groceries away. I, I literally, I turn it on. And I see Rogers throw the ball to the end zone. And I was like, oh, I thought it was Alan Lazard. And then all of a sudden he stands up and I see 85. And I was like, holy shit. Holy shit, we did it. And yeah. it was, uh, again, I'm going to use it two weeks in a row. It was euphoric as fuck. For sure. Like we jumped on a FaceTime <clears throat> together. We're all freaking out. Yeah. But here's the thing. We turned $5 into $1,300. Like that one day, sheer luck for sure. But it was so much fun. So then we had to, we had to tell people, Jeff told his fair mind, but I told all my friends, I was like, look at you you fucking suckers. (laughs) Get some friends in Arizona. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, then we put one in two weeks ago, 
with Jeff's buddies. There was we each put two dollars in. Yeah, so, so we was, my friends started one. Yeah, and you, well, you and I had talked, and you're like, "Yeah, I'll do it." I'm like, "All right, cool." And you're like, "Can I?" You know, I'll jump in. And I was like, "All right." And the first one, I'd forgotten to like say that to them, so it was just my high school friends. There's five of us, five bucks. You know, nothing hits. Maybe one thing hits. You know, and then one of them was like, "Well." should we throw more money down? We're like, sure. All right. So now let's do, you know, cause we're ballers then we're, we are, we're, we're rolling. Right. So we, we up that bet from $1 each to two. Yep. And then you jump in on that. And first week you're in on that. Ugh. We hit that motherfucker. We did. What was the payout on that? I think it was 900 bucks, 12 yep. to win bucks. 900. And again, taking all the flack in the group. Jamar Chase hadn't had a hundred yard receiving game for like six, four or five weeks, whatever it was. So I had Jamar Chase and at halftime, the guy had like 23 yards. And I just remember your buddies like ripping, like lighting up that bet. Just lighten <laughs> well, it up. Well, well Brandon TC. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not my all my buddies. It's TC. <laughs> He's such a rube like that. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I think Jamar ended it with like 160 yards that day. Right, he scored twice up. in the last in the fourth quarter. One was like seventy yards when we needed ten from him. So that was yeah, dope. and so we had that going, and then like after we had won, we had we had decided to do a what a Thursday night bet. Yeah, two any. Okay, so it got a little nuts. It did in, in that group. <laughs> so the initial when we when we took, so we each paid each other a hundred bucks. We yep. only put a dollar in. That's fair. That's a good return. I think everybody would take that every time. And then we were like, I figured it out. I was like, we have $45 to spend the rest of the year, uh, every week for the rest of the year. So then we were doing like $5 on every primetime game, Sunday night, Monday night, <clears throat> Thursday night, doing a $10 anytime touchdown. We did a college football parlay. Then we must have did another five dollar the the, any, the NFL parlay. So pick anything from any NFL. Yeah, game. college wasn't in there originally. Correct. And we had, and Ty wasn't a part of it yet. No. And then, in the middle of Saturday, my dumb ass decides to say, "Should we like throw some money on college as well?" Yeah, we should. Everybody's like, "Yeah, let's do it, right? Let's let's add to the chaos." Yeah. And then on Sunday, when we have to pick. And then Ty, like, wanted in. Oh, that's right, because we had three anytime touchdown scores. Yes. That's right. Like, no one knew what we were <laughs> supposed to be picking. Like, spreadsheets were made. Yeah. No one was looking at them. <laughs> oh, it was a shit show. So then, yes. Yeah, so then Ty did buy in because he wanted to ride high with the boys. So we figured out what we each had in, essentially, for stake, and he bought in that amount. And now we're at 55 bucks a week. We got five or six bets we do together. It's been a blast. And we hit again last week or the week before we had again, it was 10 to win six sixty. paid each other out 110 bucks. That was dope. Um, with Jeff's, with the, the old, older Fairmont crew, we're big dogging it. We're rolling yeah. an $80 bet every week. Yeah, that's, we're just fucking rolled all that shit over, dude. We hit one of those. Oh, that's, Woo! it's so much fun to put, like to just be a big dog every week and be like 80 bucks bet it on a six leg parlay. I think last week we didn't hit and it was like seven or eight grand, I think would have been our payout. So mm -hmm. 
Yeah, dude. If you all of a sudden don't see Jeff and I anymore, uh, call the authorities and tell them it was FanDuel. So yeah. they have bagged us. Yep. And buried us under a casino somewhere. Yeah, uh, we're killing it, man. It's it's been a it, it's so much fun too because you know I talked about it when I was down there in Arizona with you. Like I just have I fell out of watching sports all the time. Yeah. Which anybody who's a parent understands like how hard it is to do all that and keep up with all the sports and everything that's going on. It's just, it's next to impossible. You only got so many, you know, irons that you can put in a fire. And so like doing this has like gotten me more interested in those things again and like me to pay attention to them a little bit more, which has been fun. I'm not like sitting on the couch all day on Saturday and Sunday, ignoring my kids. Um, but the game's definitely on in the background. Yeah. And, you know, I can see the kids out the corner of my eye and the game out of the other corner. And it's made the weekends pretty, pretty fun. Well, that's just it, dude. Like, all in all, you and I are in a total of $3. Right. And we get to ride these bets every fucking week. And it's like, okay, this is cool, you know? Like, I mean, yeah, it's just been a blast, and especially to throw that big, big dog one around with your buds. Like that's so much fun because I get to talk shit to these senior citizens every weekend. No, just kidding. Um, but I, I probably crossed the line on Sunday. But what's going to be interesting? No, fuck it. You know, okay, he's got things again. What's okay. going to be interesting is if when we hit one of those. Yeah, I'm going to have to keep 25% for tax purposes. <laughs> right. No, well, I mean, you definitely are going to have to keep some, right? Yeah. No, for sure. I looked up. I looked it up. What, <laughs> what the what what it is. So, yeah. Which is fine. You know, that that's to be to be uh that's fair, right? Hopefully you can also write off some of the losses by throwing no, you that can. back on. That's so. a that's a real nice thing of gambling is that you can write off your losses. Yeah. So, you know, we if we hit one of those and, you know, gosh, what has the average been? Like five grand yeah, so far. Yeah, the, I think two weeks. Yeah, I think one was seven. One was just over five. Right. So we we hit one of those. What do we do then? Right. Do we turn that 80 oh. bucks into 800? And just roll hard one time? And try and, try and win like a fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 bet? Jesus, I'm down. <laughs> it's $2. I don't care. Correct. That's, that's And that's exactly it. Like, that's where, that's how my friends are. I guarantee you are thinking is like, man, we're, we paid $2 for this. Well, that's what I said. And everybody's going to listen to this and don't comment Jeff and I, right? This is the first time that we've had like a face to face talk about this whole thing. But remember when we first hit and we had that 1200 bucks, I think I said we could do, I think it was like the same number, $80 anytime touchdown score, which would have turned our initial bet from $1,200 into what? I think you said it like 17 or 27 grand that we right. would have split. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been fucking sweet. <laughs> Be real nice. <laughs> That's a vacation. Yeah. Yeah. For the squad. Hey, everybody <laughs> right. meet here. We're paying yeah. for it. Yeah. The the squad we got. So now <laughs> we have a COD squad chat. Yeah. And then we have the Super Bowl 57 fund. <laughs> yeah. So we keep our betting in one and then our like fun time texting each other in another. It's a blast. Uh, if you look at the messages on my phone, it used to just be Ton pinned to the top, and now I'm a real, I feel like a real degenerate. I have the COD squad, group text from buddies down here, Super Bowl 57 fund, uh, Sunday parlay, 
and then parlay our way to Pebble Beach, which is uh, Ty's Ooh. cousin and myself. Uh, nice. So, um, yeah, I don't have a gambling problem. I want to throw that out there. One eight hundred bets on because I'm just rolling with the boys. I'm not. I quit betting side bets because then I was cheering for other shit, and it's just not as fun. Yeah. I did it for like the first two weeks, and now I just roll with the boys. If we win, we all win. It's dope. And I, like that's why I got out of fantasy football shit. That's like like go to another direction, but like I know a lot of people who are in a ton of leagues, and it's like you're rooting against yourself. Yeah, it like can ruin Sunday if you have too much action. For sure, for sure. Um, I mean, I do the DFS. I try to win a million dollars every Sunday. I haven't yet, but it's coming. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. it's gonna happen. Um, so I do that. I'm in a couple leagues. I think five to be exact. One's a family league. It's eight of us. We don't even put money in. Like it's just for fun. Just for but fun. yeah, dude, it's 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 fun. But there's just so many different leagues. I'm in a dynasty league now. That's incredibly fun. Um, so those guys, you draft them, and they're yours forever. And then sure. you just draft rookies every year. And now you trade draft picks and all kinds of stuff. Just I'm gonna add to your chaos. Yeah. You ever heard of a guillotine league? Yeah, I have. And those because I listen to a lot of the fantasy football radio on Sirius. That sounds in fucking insane. Yeah, that that sounds fun. Like that that would be a cool thing. Because if you lose week one, your whole team goes. It your head basically you, you cut off. Your, your yep, team you're out. goes. Yeah. And then everybody can pick your players up. And so, like at the end, it's just two teams stuck. stacked. Just fucking stacked, right? And then it's truly like, who do you think is going to have a better week? Yeah. You can pick anybody at that point. No shit. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, maybe we should get one of those rolling with the boys. I think that'd be fun. Get you into it. Uh, speaking of fun, how was Halloween, dude? It's good. Got drunk walking down the middle of the street. Nice. my kids trick street. <laughs> you what's, know? what's better, you know? What's better than that? Nothing better. And, like, it was perfect up here brother what, like it was 10? 70 degrees oh you're kidding no like it's the warmest it's been up here in like 22 years and so like kids didn't have to like wear <laughs> snow suits under their costumes yeah you know the parents you know you're out you're like i didn't have gloves on i'm holding a mixie you know just and you know walking around with the cool like you're fine right yeah. and generally like once the sun goes down i mean you are freezing your ass off sure and you're drinking to stay warm whereas that was, yeah, it was just, it was great. Like, and the kids had tons of energy because they weren't freezing. Um, and our hood is just, our neighborhood is just nuts. Like, it's just nothing but family. So there are kids running fucking everywhere. That's cool, though. It is, so right? who stays home to give out the candy then? <laughs> Nobody yet. Like, we're all still a part of it. And that's kind of how it is when you have little ones. Like, yeah. you, you kind of want to be there with them to, like, see them. But, I, you know, honestly, like, I think next year, like, Jack will probably be old enough to go out on his own. So, you know, I can't wait for that because I'm just going to sit on the porch in a weird costume and scare the shit out of kids. Oh, dude. Yeah. What the kids, what Jacks and Jocelyn dress up as? <laughs> so, Jocelyn was a pumpkin. Classic. Uh, That's classic. Like, yeah, it's like this light up glowy dress thing. And yeah, so she was, she was happy because it really wasn't a costume. It was just a pumpkin dress. And then Jackson was, um, you ever been to like a, a tire shop and you see those like inflatable arm guys? Yeah, 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 well, yeah. He was one of those guys. That's cool. 
but he couldn't run and all his friends were running. So he looked like taking short little, you know, half steps trying to keep up. It was hilarious. And his arms are just flailing everywhere. Uh, and then Dave was a lion. Saw that. He also hates, you know. It, well, he hates my wife. I didn't put it on him. I wasn't walking him. I was like, this is a, your problem. Uh, Winston was Superman. And then Tina was a uh, beanie baby. Yeah, I saw that. This is the classic T.Y. Yep. Hanging on for so, color. Yeah. Needless, no. needless to say, the wife goes all out. I could care less. Yeah. Like, I don't dress up. Did you, uh, Do you guys do that? Like, no. do you get at no. your age, like, going out to Halloween parties and shit? Uh, we got invited to one, then it didn't happen. Everybody, I think people were busy or whatever, and Tonstad was in town. But, um, no, dude, I haven't. I did Halloween. Uh, I don't know, probably five, six years ago, uh, I went out to your brother's place for Halloween and I yeah. dressed up as the Pope and I won a costume contest that I didn't enter. So that Perfect. was cool. Uh, I also wore that same costume to a thing in Fairmont. Some lady chewed me out. So I love it. <gasps> yeah. She was Catholic for sure. Uh, I knew her from my St. John Vini days and she said she didn't find it funny. And I said, so it's like religious, man. I know. How could you do that? I said some things <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said, but I said the Pope's blank of children starts with an M. <laughs> ends with Ola Station. <laughs> one of my friends went as a priest one year and uh, I think his wife, who's kind of small, went as a small child. I love that. I love that so much. That's hilarious. See, that's what and they're ca they're Catholic. See, but that's what it should be about. Like, I know I have some friends that are very hardcore Catholics, and that's great. That's fine. I, I love them and respect that. But it's also okay to make jokes because when we get to a point where we can't make jokes, then life sucks and the yeah. world's over. So, yep. yeah. Uh, what's uh, when I was growing up. I, I dressed up as John Randall every year, probably till nice. I was probably twelve. Um, mm -hmm. What's what's your favorite costume you had, dude? I honestly I don't remember any of them. You didn't. You're probably too cool. No, like I know I definitely trick or treated in, in Arizona, but when I moved up to Minnesota, you know we lived on Blue Earth Avenue. There's no trick or treating around there. I, I don't. I we, I just don't remember doing anything on Halloween. Yeah, no, that's fair. Which, yeah, I don't know. It's probably why I'm not into it as much. Yeah. Even though Dalton thinks I'm, I am. Um, I just like making shit festive for the kids and trying to scare them with, you know, creepy uh, window clings and shit. But no, yeah, no. no. Uh, I just was never, we never got into it. I, you know, I remember one year my sister went as grapes. Like as that's actual only, grapes? Yeah, my mom made this like big ass, like she looked like a bunch of grapes. It's probably balloons or something, huh? Something no, like they're oh. no, like that costume still exists. Really? Oh yeah, Deb saved it, of course. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real, for sure. No, that's because we, we're going to need that someday. I mean, maybe Jocelyn will want to be grapes, dude. No, I think it was wool. So, well, actually, it might work in the winter up here. Yeah, but. the California <laughs> raisins. That's all that made me think of. Uh, do you remember the blizzard of '91? I was wondering if we were going to talk about that. I mean, everybody does. Well, you weren't here, though, were you? No. And I wasn't no, I, born. I was a week from being born. So. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I mean, everybody talks about it with such reverence. Yeah. Right. I mean, I saw like four or five like stories on it this year. Yeah. It's just, 
It's a big thing. Uh, so my grandpa was a deputy sheriff then, and he he took my mom. I apparently, how I remember the story, he took her to the hospital because obviously she was pretty close to popping me out, and was like, "Well, you're gonna hang out here, so just in case the baby <laughs> comes." Um, obviously, like I said, I don't remember it. I was in the womb, so can't, mm-hmm. can't tell you much about it. But you get back home into Minnesota, boy, what a point of pride, dude. It is. Well, and I mean, I I think, you know, for your Arizona listeners, because you have some. Yeah. Right. Uh, So Halloween 1991. I think the blizzard starts at like two in the afternoon on Halloween and it doesn't stop snowing until like November, the evening of November 1st. And it was like a total like 28 or 29 inches. Yeah. Like 32 hours It was insane. An insane amount of snow. And kids were out trick-or-treating in it, you know, or as the stories go. Like, you know, you talk to anybody that was growing up in that at that time. Like, all my friends, they have stories of trick-or-treating and that shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to make sure that they, they talk about it next time they're on. Because, like, I'm going to, like, dive. Be like, we'll get into that. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, is it? One inch of rain equals 10 inches of snow, or one inch oh my of God. snow equals 10 inches of rain? No, 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 no. One inch of rain okay. equals 10 to 12 inches of snow. Yeah. So, I mean, imagine, I mean, three or four inches of, of rain, however that yeah. equation works, that's pretty solid, pretty solid yeah, it's amount. Yeah, a big storm, Yeah, right? like, holy shit. just sat there. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of things like that, I mean... You remember that you probably don't. You remember the St. Peter tornadoes? Were you up here for that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was my senior year of high school. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah, that well. We ended up playing double headers down in Fairmont because of that, because obviously, like, their school got destroyed. destroyed. Yeah. Um, that night, like, the next two summers, I worked in Comfrey, Minnesota, helping to rebuild their schools. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Comfrey. Comfrey. Were they just Comfrey then, or were they Cedar Mountain Comfrey? Uh, it was just comfrey i think okay. it was it was like the elementary school okay yeah no that makes sense well, i also got hit with 220 that day when i was working on that site got hit with what 220 volts oh yeah that's what i thought you meant but i just wanted to yeah. make sure how'd sent that feel a, oh fucking terrible dude sent me into a fucking wall yeah I can't knocked imagine. me out like i was sick for i feel like a day just yeah, that's not uh, an enjoyable experience. Yeah, you got electrocuted. I mean, that's how they put that's people like, to yeah. death. So <laughs> <laughs> right. I can't imagine it was too cool to <laughs> no. do her again. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's tough. That's tough, dude. Um, what'd you do, stick your tongue in the socket or what? No, like there was an exposed, so I was working with electricians. Um, I was All right, like, hold on, time out, time out, time out. What, how old were you? 19 or 20. Okay, and how much training working in the trades had you had to this point? None. Okay, carry on. Yeah, so zero. <laughs> I mean, I, obviously, I knew electricity bad, right? Like, you learned that growing up. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't stick things in sockets. But all I did, like, I was the guy who, like, screwed in, you know, plates and, you know, the wall, you know, the sockets and the wall plates. I hung ballasts. Like, I did, like, all the finishing work. Yeah. It doesn't require a lot of like training. And then I'd clean up after everybody. But like we, I walked into one room and there were wires hanging there, but like the lights weren't on. So I just assumed 
everything in that room was off. Sure. And it, like, it was like, they were hanging from the, the, the ceiling, like these wires were, and apparently it was for, you know, a larger outlet and I bumped into it and Jeff went flying. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I just, you know, I just, I thought it was a dead wire. Boom. Should have been wearing rubber boots. Knock me on my ass, bro. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually pretty terrifying. Uh, <clears throat> I have a distinct memory of telling my youngest sister Sam to stick a fork into a socket as children. Console. Yep, uh, I remember that well. I boy, I don't think I. Well, Sam is I think five years younger than I am. <clears throat> Haley is two, so. At most, I was maybe seven years old, and I was like, yeah, stick mm-hmm. stick that fork in there. And boy, that was a bang. Um, yeah. Yeah, my dad wasn't happy. So, um, I bet. No, no, not at all. But I remember that well. That was, uh, yeah, dude. <clears throat> crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, so, we're getting into the, uh, well, shout out today. Uh, if you're listening, the boy turned 31 today. Cheers to me, November 8th. Uh, it is your birthday? Well, oh, right. it will be. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was like, what yeah. the F? Like, yeah, no, no. When when the episode drops next Tuesday, nice. November nice. 8th. Yeah. Sponsor, birthday. I know. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah. And it's also election day. So, uh, yeah, go vote. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I'm just excited to not see the shit anymore. Uh, if I'm being it. honest. I don't know. What's it like by you? Because here living in, especially Scottsdale, Fuck, dude! It's so wild. I just saw a like, um, like LED traveling truck with like the rotating, mm-hmm. you know. It, but it was just political ads. Usually, yep. it's like a new restaurant that opened. I just saw it on yep. the way down here, and it was just political ads. I'm so ready yeah. for that shit to be done. Same shit, different shovel, dude. Yeah, right. Like it's, you know, all this spin, all these dumb messages. Like they're showing up in like kids youtube videos like jackson like asked me about some of this stuff. i was like dude oh you don't have to worry about that he's like but you know this one you know apparently did really bad with covid or whatever and i'm like jackson <laughs> here's the deal all these ads are selling you fucking lies man yeah. like you, you can't listen to any of that shit you know you have to look at stuff like you know look it up independently yeah find out you know what you think is right or, you know, you try to have like an adult conversation with an eight year old. It's, it's tough to like tell them about like that they're all a bunch of shit, but it's sort of running the country as well. Right, so. right. Yeah. It's a wild thing. Uh, super excited for it to be over. I yeah. have enjoyed getting the text messages from both parties and then oh, yeah. texting back that I'm with the, like I'll feed into it a little bit. So, like, a real good one was, uh, you know, like, so I got a Republican one, and I was like, no, I'm super socialist. Like, I just like to fuck with these people, right? Sure. And I I think most people know where I kind of lean to, but that's fine. Whatever. Uh, I don't broadcast it. But then I got one that said, I could work from home and get Democrats like myself out to vote. And I said, absolutely, where do I sign up? The guy texts back. He's like, I'm so excited to have you with us. Join on this link right here. And I said, just kidding. Go fuck yourself. And then... (laughs) Cause I hate it, dude. I hate it. Oh, it's all yeah. bullshit. Um, yeah, uh, I get them. You know, and it's like, hey, this is Cynthia, or this is yeah, Steve, or so and so, right? Like, you know, they just throw a name on there. So, like, I just immediately respond, "Fuck off, Steve," or yeah. "Fuck off, Cynthia." <laughs> dude, <laughs> you know? it, 
I hope there's a live person there. I know for sure on that one where I told him to go fuck himself. He was. He's like, <laughs> got it. Thanks. <laughs> so he texted back. <laughs> and I'm sure they get that shit a hundred times a day, but it just feels makes me feel good. Um, I'm all about standing up for what you believe in, but I also think if you like obsess or like. Uh, like glamorized political figures, I think you're a fucking loser. So yeah. um, I'll just yeah. leave it at that. So, but go vote. Uh, happy election day. Happy 31st birthday. Right, Ben Semfin on everything. Yeah, right. Like maybe I could be governor of Minnesota. You know, I, I have, you could for sure, right? Like I obviously, I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, politicize anything, right? But like I've, I've always said to people, you know, just, fucking vote yeah right like otherwise shut up right you know like i don't want to hear it you know i'm not going to tell you who i'm voting for or whatever but you know you have to vote right and it was the same like at work like you know some of our our employees were unionized and you know i was like look you want to sit here and bitch about your wages how involved are you in your union right you want to bitch about the schools how involved are you in your like you got to vote you got to be involved otherwise you know just accept your fate for sure uh yeah i think so too get involved um Especially at the local level, school boards, those kind of things. They need good people. So there's bad people everywhere. So uh, mm-hmm. if you have the time or you want to give your time, that's a good place to start. Yeah. Um, Yo. How much time you got left here, bro? Fuck it. Uh, we could get another 15 days here. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Jake. Shout out, Jake. Yeah. Jake, man. What up? Um, um, no, I was going to ask because you brought up to me last time, right, about music, right? Like what was my guilty pleasure song? Yeah, and you thought about it, right? Didn't you? Um, well, so I did like it just you got my head spinning, right? And I think I texted you like a week later, like, dude, I've just been rolling through the phone and like just remembering all these songs that like just made me fucking like, like, let's go, right? Yeah. Like these things just slap, they thump, right? And so, like, I think for me to you is like, what are your bands, right, that you put on? And I'm not saying guilty pleasure, but like, what do you jam to? That's just like always get just get you fired up, get you ready to go. Like, what do you listen to on the way to record? Yeah, so right? like, like that. if I'm getting pumped up, uh, we'll share a quick story. Every home game that your brother and I played from sophomore year to senior year of football, mm-hmm. this is that we could drive. Mm-hmm. We would he would get in my car. We would go to Subway together. We would sit in a specific booth. One time a guy was filling out an application to get a job there and we told him he had to move. And he's like, huh? I was like, dude, we sit there every week before our football game. He's like, got it. And he moved. (laughs) Um, And then we would go from subway to your parents' house. Justin would get some shit that Deb washed and had perfectly folded in a high V sack. We would get, we'd get back in my car and we would play duality from by Slipknot from my car to the high school and we would sit in my car till we finished. Yes. And, uh I always showered before games. I think your brother did too. Uh I just always liked that feeling of being clean. That was a thing sure. I always liked. Anyways, but yeah, dude, that was that always if I woke up and I knew like God, uh, there's seven hundred people outside I have to murder, I'm gonna play duality. Like I would okay. I would play duality and I would like my odds against anybody. But on the way to record, uh, I have a, I have a playlist that I made. It's like my little workout playlist. It's a grind for greatness. And it's like, just hit shuffle. 
everything from Killer Mike to Drake to the Baby, but it's all rap and it's different levels of rap, like to the hardest sure. of hardcore rap, <clears throat> to you know, like I don't know some Jack Harlow shit. But it's just sure. yeah, different stuff. So that's what I listen to on the way to record. But it is funny that you asked that because um, last week at a work thing, some vendors were in town and they had us over to their VRBO and we had a little steak supper and some drinks and stuff. And they 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 listened to the pod. Uh, shout out Chris Bliven, and he said uh, he asked me the same thing. He's like, "Do you get pumped up before you go?" I was like, "Oh yeah, dude. Like oh, I have sure. to. Like yeah, it's it's a competition type thing, right? Like I feel like you know Tom Brady. I'm the man in the arena. You know, getting ready to rock. But Perfect. yeah, that's my shit. Uh, if you're gonna work out in, what do you listen to? A bunch of rage. Ooh, so my workout mix has evolved over years. I will, I will shout out like some the football stuff that we listen to, right? Uh, you know, it was Pantera. Oh fuck, Cowboys right? from Hell, dude! That one gets yep. me going. At uh, and Rob Zombie. Yep. Right, like you know, more human than you. Like those walk. Yeah, I mean, like domination. Like oh, that. Those just fucking ripped paint off walls, they right? Do. They do. Um, you know, and in college, it, like I said, it was corn, rage, deftones, tool, system of a down, right? Slip, not, like all that stuff was the workout stuff. Now, like I've trickled in a lot more rap. Yeah. Uh, I just, I like the beat, right? Like it helps you, you know, kind of like stay in a flow, like when you're doing stuff. And, and you know, the words can get you just fucking hyped, right? A lot oh. of like, you know, run the jewels and shit like that in there. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of probably what it is more for me now. Um, yeah, what about like underrated stuff you listen to that you don't that you think like doesn't get enough respect? Like as Songs a whole, or band. Uh, as a whole, or to get pumped up, like just in general. Anything, man. Oh boy, just songs that you think like fucking slap that All not right. enough people like pay attention to. Um, I'm a big fan of like. Uh, Ryan Bingham, Tyler Childers. I know those guys have popped off recently. Uh, sure. Been rocking with them for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Bryan is one. Um, he's getting huge, too. Um, I just, I don't know. I just really like that kind of like, I don't know, some people call it like American folk or like mountain timing music, especially when I'm working. Co Wetzel and Hardy are always like my go tos, especially Hardy's new shit. He's got an album coming out where he's like part. It's gonna be like a half rock album, half country album, and I don't know that just that stuff just blends so well. And you know, you yeah. find music where you relate to, right? And I know people yeah. are like, "Oh, Hardy sucks," but sometimes he sounds like puddle of mud, and then sometimes it sounds like '90s country that I grew up listening to. And like, I love that shit. Sure, um, but like underrated songs. It's all old country stuff for me. Okay. Uh, Never Been to Spain by Waylon Jennings. Top five songs of all time. Uh, Dinosaur, Hank Williams Jr. Okay. Um, Call in Baton Rouge by Garth. Like, dude, those are probably, like, the big three. Like, if I got to, like, pick up a mood right now, I don't know what it is, what wires crossed me. Yeah, but any of those three songs, I just yeah, I just get going. I, I yeah, those would probably be the big ones. Um, God, you're putting me. On, I feel like you put me on the spot. Um, oh, no, no. Um, but yeah, what about uh, 
What about you? You got somebody underrated you want to give a shout out to? I mean, like, I, you know, underrated, just maybe underappreciated is like a better word, right? Like, yeah. I think like maybe they're appropriately appropriately rated, right? Like the Foo Fighters, like yeah. we talked about, yeah, we more, right? But like songs that I think like just fucking rip that, yeah, I just, I, I never gave enough love to Seven Nation Army. Oh my God. White Stripes. Yeah. 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 Like that that bass drum at the start of it is just so fucking good. Yeah. So good. Um The Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. It's a good one. So good. I saw a marching band playing that the other day. Really? Or the summer. Yeah, dude. Like they're walking down the street, they're playing. I'm like, are you serious? Like that used to be my like put that thing in the on when I I gotta go drive, right? And like I could play that at a hundred on repeat for yeah. hours. And just feel like hyped. Um, anything Royal Blood. I don't even know what that is. Oh, dudes. These two dudes that just shred. If I had to give you like three songs, like figure it out. Out of the Black and Little Monster. Okay. So good, dude. So good. It's just two guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's like punk music. Like what as kind wild of punk as- music? Fucking, you name it, right? Like some forty-one. Yeah, yeah. Um, like any of that stuff. Like I went to a bar. Dwyer and I went to a bar like years ago, and there was this cover band just playing all that genre, and I'd never had so much fun at a bar. <laughs> yeah, like just listening to that shit like all night long. I was like, this is the best time of my life. You know, Fallout Boy, like all that stuff. Like so that shit good. just slaps, man. It's so good. Yeah. People don't pay it enough respect. Like it's still, you know. I don't know. Still good music. And then to me, to answer your question from last time I was on, it's not, I guess my embarrassing song would be Laid by Matthew Nathanson. I've never heard of the song or the person, but I will when I leave. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna Google that shit yeah. and listen to it or Spotify, whatever you want to call it. Um, we used to sing that in Humvees. Like on patrol, really? it was the it was the weirdest thing, right? Like just a bunch of tough motherfuckers like singing this weird song. Like you'll listen to it, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, Jeff? Uh, here's the baddest dudes America has to offer. And I listen to this song, so that's how I feel. Okay, gotcha. And then my throwback to high school. Uh, me and my friends always used to just jam out to this flagpole sitta by Harvey Danger. Yeah, again, dude, never. I'll listen to it. I'm not sick, but I'm not well. Oh, that song fucking rips. So good. That always puts me in a good mood. Yeah. And it's just not played enough, and it should be. No, I love it. No, that's good stuff. Uh, God, that's good. Because when I asked you that last time, like every day you would send me a Snapchat of a new song, and you're like, this might be it. This might be it. This might be it. Also, shout out Joss, dude. She's loving some Taylor Swift. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt, right? Oh. Like, I sent you a video. She was on our deck on top of the table, uh, belting out wildest dreams. <laughs> that a girl. She even did the whole, you know, whatever the hell that's, it is. That's the best part of the song. That makes the whole song. I uh, also saw T Swift is kicking off her world tour. Uh, March 18th out here. So if you want to come down, 
getting front row tickets, I bet, huh? Ton said she wouldn't go the other night. Oh. And then I said, well, if I win the Powerball, I'm going. And she said, really? And I said, if we win the Powerball, I'm going to fucking everything ever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, literally, like, yeah, Just I'm going to go. Going to concerts from now on. Yeah, fuck it. Don't uh, care who's down. No. Uh, you win $1.2 tonight. What's the first thing you're doing? I mean, quitting my job. Okay, that's fair. That's right. Like that's the that's the no brainer. But no, I mean, we've talked about. It. I'm buying as much land as I can possibly buy, Montana, Idaho, right middle of nowhere. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Everybody's coming. They're getting horses in a house. Yep. Can't wait. Just just gonna fucking hang out the rest of our lives, man. You yep. got to work ever again. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, gonna happen. I'm uh, pretty excited. It's just crazy. I know that there's going to be a ton of people, but this is like the second billion dollar ticket we've seen in four months. It's wild. I don't get, I don't understand that. How many did you buy? I have only, I I have the same numbers I pick every time. My grandpa RIP used to say it only takes one. He would buy a ticket, all just one ticket. He'd do the random. Right. I picked the same six numbers, five plus the Powerball every time. Um, and then I, Tons like you only bought one, so then I bought a couple more. So we have three total tickets. I've spent six dollars nice. to be a billionaire. So, but it's truly it's a great return. It, it, yeah, it, it only takes one. I know there's That's people right. that aren't in good financial situations and go out and spend hundreds of dollars and hope that this is going to be the thing that turns it around. Do you do you have like a threshold on when you'll start buying lottery tickets? Yeah, and I shouldn't. We talk about it all the time. I tell Ton, and I don't pay attention to Ton, but like out here, they're all they're all like um, like ATM or like vending machines. So okay. you just go up; it's like a kiosk, right? And then you it prints it off, so you don't go to the cashier. Uh, okay. But yeah, if I'm in the grocery store, like I wouldn't even have known that it was up to 1.2 billion if I wasn't in the grocery store the other day. Sure. And I was like, holy shit, 1.2 billion! I better buy one. Usually back home, they always have them like hanging out the windows of the grocery stores, right? Or the gas yep. stations. Mm-hmm. Anytime it hit 250 million, that would be the first time I'd buy one. Isn't that weird? Yep. Like, like why? 100 like, million's not enough. Right. Yeah. That's what I, or even 20 million. Like yeah. a bear. Yeah. I know. I, yeah, I'm not going to waste two bucks to win I'm 20. I'm not going <laughs> to buy a Powerball if I'm not getting a quarter of a billion dollars at least. So stupid. And I wonder how many times like I had like five numbers because I used to just throw it away if I didn't have like if it wasn't like the winner. Sure. I would just throw it away. So like I would just check the Powerball first, right? You know, I didn't have yep. the Powerball, it's not a winner. But you could win a million dollars if you just had the five numbers. So yeah. Yeah, I'm probably also highly unlikely. Yeah, I mean it is, it is, but um you no know, one time. It's a true story. It was like the go for three or go for five, whatever that is back home. Um, my grandparents played the same numbers every day, forever, uh, yep. or every time. And then one time they asked my uncle to pick one up on his way back home. And he picked one up and he picked his own numbers and their numbers hit on the go for oh. five. Yeah. No. So it's just a Minnesota only thing. I have no idea how much money they would have won. Um yeah, my grandma tells me that shit all the time. <laughs> like, how? I mean, that's how it happens, though. The one time now, it, when I change my numbers, the next week it'll be that'll be the winner. Correct. So that's Correct. why I, I ride and die on those numbers. Like, I'll, I love that. You can ask your brother. That's also been my retirement plan forever. So, um, hey, solid financial decision making on your part. Two dollars to win one point two billion. I'm in. Yeah. 
Better return than FanDuel. Uh, yeah. No, it's not because we are up big time. Well, that's so, fair. So we're that killing fair. it. That is fair. All right. So as we wind down, got to touch on it. All right. Ghost Uh-oh. broke in our heart, dude. Oh. What? What's, oh, no. what's going on? I'm still, here's the deal. You're still I, riding. Oh, for sure, dude. I, I yeah. love PJ Fleck so much. Same. I've seen him speak at the Coaches Association all the time. I used to go to Gophers practice after that. I've met that man millions of times. There is, I don't think that there's a lot better leaders in the world than him. And he does sure. it the right way. There's never anything bad about him. Right. It's been six years. It's a results-based business. I hope they don't ever move away from PJ. I, I really, I just don't. And I hope that these down years also help us keep PJ for a little bit longer. Because I think at some point, like, somebody big could come calling. But anyways, four, five, and three now. We got the Huskers this weekend. We win, we get bowl eligible. Big 10 West, it's out. That sucks. How you feeling the rest of the year? Because normal years, rolling into Nebraska, Wisconsin, Iowa, you'd be pretty down. But this year, mm-hmm. uh, how you feeling? How you feeling? Um, you know, not great, then. Really? Yeah. And look, like uh, everything you said about PJ Fleck, I agree with. Great guy, great leader, great coach, all those things. Or, you know, great human. But I also think, like, <laughs> oh, man, this, this sucks to say out loud. I think, like, playing Tanner Morgan. Has set the program back. Like I know he's a loyal guy, and I love him for that. Right? Like I, I love that. But at the same time, like you know, Ross said, it, you're the CEO of a, a major company, yeah. and you got a guy in there who can't win big games. Like I know he's a good kid. Like I know he is, and I know he's dealt with a ton of shit. But you, your unwillingness to play someone else and develop someone else is hurting your program yeah because he can't he's just he just i mean you know you know it when you see it right like he's yeah. just not at no i know unfortunately. i know i'm with you and so like you know i i was hopeful because obviously the first four games like he was looking good you know but then they run into some adversity and somebody like you know these teams decide to be like all right well abraham's not gonna fucking beat us yeah we're gonna make tanner beat us and he can't beat people no and i know it sucks it's five it games sucks. it's i think we got northwest we got nebraska northwestern then was then iowa then wisconsin i think that's how the season shakes out could be wrong you're nine and three and gopher fans are gonna be like mm, shoot you know what i'm saying like it does for sure because it's like who the fuck are we to complain about nine and three seasons right. at the University Agreed. of Minnesota? Agreed. But I agree. That Athen, Athen, Cal McManus, mm-hmm. the Greek kid, did the highest rated recruit, uh, quarterback recruit ever at the University of Minnesota, four stars. He never looked scared in that Penn State game at no. all. And nope. I know they lost, but that's easy to do. It's the kid's first start. Uh, okay, and then, at Penn State, yeah, at a whiteout, at a whiteout, exactly. And you're gonna blitz him all night, and they did. They were gonna shut down the run, but then right before half, dude, kid throws a dime on third and thirteen, and then they drive ninety yards and score. And that, you're right. That's all I needed to see to be like, yep, right. That, like, that was it. That's give him a guy. shot, right? No. Like, 
and I and I've always said that about like the whole leaving early thing. Like people get so butthurt about it. It's like why? Right. Why right. not like use that game then? If people are like, yeah, I don't want to play. Okay, fine. Don't like. We're gonna put these young kids in. We're gonna see what we got for next year. Because you're yeah. right. The game doesn't fucking matter. I right. get it. But it matters to the program to see like to develop kids and. You know, that's part of being a coach is like continuing to evolve your program. And since he's been there, it's been Tanner Morgan. I know. That's it. it. In six years, man. You mean to tell me like you couldn't find anybody better? And I know he did, right? Because like that kid comes in and he looks good. Like play him. I know. Yeah, I think it's a it's a rock and a hard place kind of thing. I think if we were I think if we're still undefeated, it'd be a different story. I really do. I think sure. if, if Tanner would have went out, we would have, and then he would have, that kid would have came in, and we would have found a way to beat Penn State. I think it'd be a totally different thing. I think <clears throat> let this guy ride off into the sunset. You just also hope that this kid doesn't transfer now because he's sitting there waiting. Because mm-hmm. now everybody saw what he is too, so everybody's right. going to be calling. Talked about the sleaze balls of recruiting earlier. Still yeah. a thing. We just made it full circle. Flip side of that coin, Scolders, dude. Yeah, six That's and one. Fucking go. And then this week they do the most unlikely Vikings thing and go all fucking in and get a <clears throat> stud tight end, <throat> T.J. Hawkinson, stud. That offense got 10 times better overnight. I love Irv. I know you hate him. I'm hoping Irv can find something, but he'll never probably. Well, maybe in the Super Bowl, he's out eight to 10 weeks. Um, he's done. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> he's done. Unless Hawkinson gets hurt, you know. I, what but, a like, fucking move, though. It's a huge move. And they got him for fucking cheap. I know originally people were like, oh my God, this trade is terrible for the Vikings. Well, it's not like it's, it's basically nothing. Yeah, we gave up a second and a third. We got TJ Hawkinson, who was the eighth overall draft pick right. when he came out, and we got two fourth round picks. Yeah, like I'm that all works. In. Yeah, let's go right and like you know that they they have been trying to make like get the tight ends involved. Yes, but we've just had not that impressive of players at that position. So like defenses don't give a shit. I know. And then they drop the ball half the time. So it's like now do I think kind of proving the point. Right. I don't think he's gonna be Travis Kelsey. Don't get your panties in a bunch. He's not gonna score six touchdowns in one game for us. It's not a thing. But it's gonna make Justin Jefferson a whole lot better. And that's the thing people aren't gonna see probably over the next four years because He's coming up on a contract year. They're probably going to re-sign Hawkinson. You probably don't make that move unless you think you're going to be able to sign him back. Uh, so he'll probably be here for a minute. But that opens up other guys. Because now when the middle of the field's open, that's where he's going to live and die. Right. Well, and even if they don't re-sign him, they get a, they get a compensatory yep. pick. Yeah. Words. Did we say that word right? I think so. We're close. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, so they get that back, which, you know, Again, makes it just like yeah, like they're all in, and you love to see that out of yeah. the org- like out of an organization, especially like in the NFL where that shit just doesn't happen. No, I love you it. know. Got me fired up on a fucking Tuesday. I'll tell you that. Where do you, so like at the start of the year, like I know we like we were all like just bullshitting, like uh, you know when we're playing video games, like where we think they're gonna be, like based on the schedule and whatnot, and like going into the bye, I thought two losses was the worst they would be. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're six and one. Yeah. 
Um, and you look at the schedule coming up, like, what do you think is realistic? Dude, I'm riding and die. The Bills game is going to be tough. Don't care who you are. That's a good game. That's a good team. And we got to go yeah. there. Okay. Right. So, and I'm, that's going to get flexed to fucking Sunday night football too. So let me mm-hmm. chalk that one up as L for the Minnesota Vikings. All right. I'll be, you want to find me, I'll be drinking Bush light and cussing during the game. But we'll have some money on it. Yeah, we will. we will. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but uh, in all honesty, I, I'm rolling with my 13 and uh, I guess 14 and three pick. Okay. I guess I've upped it a, a couple wins. Okay. 14 and three. Like it. I like it. Yeah. I, I mean, two or three more losses. Yeah. That's fair. You know, it is okay. Like, let's go, right? Like, you know, 14 3, 13 4, 12 and 5, even, like, yeah. wouldn't be terrible. I obviously wouldn't like that momentum, but still, 12 and 5, like, you, yeah. you're going to be like the two seed, maybe the three at worst. But that's, that point. that's still going six and four over the next 10 games. Right, which I just don't see happening. No, it's going to be better than right? that. Oh, man. I'm in. Yeah. God, we're I'm just, I'm here riding. Here we hard. are. Uh, Document it. November 2nd at 6.19 p.m. Phoenix time. About to change. Thank God. We'll only be an hour apart from here on out, Jeff. After nice. this weekend, it's just an hour. That's dope. But document it. Uh, the boys are back, heavy on the Kool Aid of the Minnesota Vikings, and it's gonna hurt and it's gonna break our heart. <clears throat> January, we'll be sitting here singing a different song and dance. And hey, I, I would. You. I just want to have my heart broken in a Super Bowl. That's it. That's all I ask. Get us there, all especially since just down the road. Yep. I'm gonna make an incredibly terrible financial decision. I guarantee it. If they happen to come here and I'll be at that game, I don't care. Nope. FanDuel's paying for it. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate you. Thanks for hopping on. Short notice. uh, Picking up a cancellation. Uh, Glad I could celebrate episode 30 with you. Uh, Hell yeah, man. First sponsored sponsored episode of the pod. Uh, Now we roll. Now we roll. Uh, Now you roll, bro. I don't know. uh, Good things ahead. Um, excited for it. Um, excited for you. Your shit's been killing it as well. Um, appreciate you, brother. Uh, and you know, as a friend, man, it's been a fucking awesome experience just seeing you go from, you know, episode one to 30, hearing this, right? Like where you're at now, you got your birthday coming up, man. That's just good for you, man. Just good for you. Thanks, brother. Good for you, man. Love you, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm always like, I always look forward to it. I don't care if it's like an hour notice or a week's notice. Like I'm always available, man. So yeah. Thanks for having me on, man. You bet. Appreciate you, brother. Love you, brother. Uh, Love you all at home. Uh, Listening wherever you may be. Uh, Please continue to like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, subscribe again. Be good, everybody. It's only green the way you bought it